This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today we got my man, Julian Rosen, on with us. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing good, brother. I, I actually did not know how to say your last name. Gilliland. Gilliland. Like Disneyland, but Gilliland. <laughs> I love it. I can say it all day, man. Gilliland. Exactly. All right. Exactly. All right. You got it. Power you name. got it. It's, uh, lots of people have butchered my name over the years, so uh, I, you can call me whatever you want. That's it. So, <laughs> for those people that don't know who Julian is, we've got a guy, man, I call this guy like, I'm going to call you an adventurer. Is that all right? I don't even know if that's a word, but. That'll work. This guy is awesome. I love following you on Instagram, and you've got great messages. You're an entrepreneur. You are a coach. Uh, you're inspiring and helping tons of people around the country, and it's fun to watch what you're doing, and I'm excited that our, our guests get to listen to you. And uh, But for those people that don't know who Julian is, why don't you just give us a little lay of the land, what's made you the man you are today? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, like Brett Gilliland, so politely introduced, so name, name is Julian Rosen, and yeah, through my coaching platform, the Fearless Life Project, it's really my way of giving people tools and giving people strategies that unfortunately we're not taught <laughs> growing up. We're taught, you know, how to add and how to subtract and we're taught about Christopher Columbus, but you know, we're really never taught how to interact with, navigate and overcome a lot of these really dark and negative emotions and mental states that really keep us trapped in life and put limits on our lives professionally, personally, with our health, with our relationships. Um, and through my own battle with, you know, I lost my mom to breast cancer quite suddenly and, and just really fell into a dark place with, with depression and anxiety. And just the way I was able to completely shift my life and overcome that, not to the point where I was just happy and stable again, but I was in a place with so much clarity and so much power that I was able to expand and grow and build and start businesses and really start impacting other people, you know, regardless of what your individual goals or vision may be. It's once you have the tools to start living a really authentically purposeful life, you're going to be really more effective at whatever it is you want to create. So that's really my message and that's really my platform. And, um, but yeah, it is one of it is one of hope and one of power. But it's also it's not just rah rah. It's like here's the tactics. Here's what you got to start doing because as human beings, there's certain things that we're wired to avoid, and one of those is creating real massive, powerful change. So it's like here's the here's the uh, motivation. But you can watch motivation all day. It's like here's how you break this down and apply this in your everyday life. So that's I'm trying to really give people things that they can use. So that it's not just a cool video they watched for a minute, but it's a life-changing event that spills over in all areas. Yes, I think that's what has to happen because 
if we get inspired for a minute or five minute video on YouTube or whatever it may be, is that that goes away. Yes. Oh, very quickly. So, so it's like, what are you going to do? And I like that, that you talk about all the time is what are the actual commitments and the things that you're going to do to make yourself great? And I think, but I want to, before we go into that stuff, the exciting stuff, let's talk about the the stuff that maybe some of our listeners are listening to. And I, and I know people deal with anxiety and there's stress and there's, you know, there's the mental illness. I mean, you, you look at some of the people that have you know, taking their own lives yeah. this year, the people that on the surface, you would think, man, they've got it all right. And uh, then, the Anthony Bourdain thing shook yeah. me. I love that yeah. guy. And Kate Spade and you look at that yeah. stuff and it's like, gosh, they got it going what we think, but yet the mind and the mental yeah. side upstairs is, is, uh, is hurting a lot of people. So, so I know you, you lost your mom. Uh, it was very, very sad, very bad deal. And it, it did take you into a depression. And, and, but, but how do you, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're depressed and they're feeling in a funk and they're having some anxiety, yeah. it doesn't just, you can't just snap your fingers and get over with. So how do you start to pull yourself up and get out of that hole? Yeah. So really what happens is, um, when you are in that low place mentally and emotionally and, and a lot of times physically, right? Like you embody it when you're feeling depressed mentally, you know, you're, you get unhealthy, you get you sluggish, like it's a whole 360 thing. And what really starts to change is when you, when you can really start to separate yourself from what you're experiencing, meaning you're not denying it, you're not running away from it, but at the same time, you are not that thing. Like I was experiencing depression like symptoms, but I was not this broken, depressed thing, if that makes sense. Like for a while, I, 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 it was like a jacket I couldn't take off. Like, I can't do that. I'm depressed. I don't want to do that. I'm depressed. I'm going to stay in bed because I'm depressed. Whereas the second I was able to create just wedge, just a little bit of space between who I am as a, as a human being and some of the circumstances I was experiencing, I had a little wiggle room to start being myself again. And then when that happened, I really said, you know, hey, I'm feeling this way and I'm acknowledging that, but I can still go do this. And they were little. I started small. Like, I can still call my friend. I can still go to the gym. I can still make these sales calls. I can, I can still do X and Y and Z. And the more that I created that space between who I am and what I was experiencing and started to take some goal-aligned actions, it just kind of loosened the grip of what I was experiencing. So I, I wasn't um, playing it down or, or denying that it was there, but I was changing my relationship with it to the point where I was really able to start taking some more empowering actions despite what I was feeling. And so it's, you know, you look at all the, all the experts are saying like meditation and mindfulness is a really powerful practice and really, really, you know, the health benefits are just undeniable at this point. Well, I was really just practicing mindfulness. I was becoming aware of what I was saying to myself and what I was feeling and creating a little space to continue to take action regardless. Yeah. And I think that's the big deal is that taking action. That's one of the circuits of success mm -hmm. is if, you know, you can have all the great ideas and the great oh, attitude yeah. and all that stuff, but, but if you don't take action every single day, nothing is going to happen. Nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And I think to your point earlier, it is those little things. It's, it's the little step of go to the gym. And I, I just had a conversation this morning in a consulting meeting with, with somebody. And I said that, that somebody asked me what, what's happened or what, what would you say has made you successful? And I said, yeah. literally the thing it's the vision. It, there's lots of things, but it's really just showing up every single day and doing it even when you don't want to do it. Would yeah. you agree with that? Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And 
I always, I really like to go a step further and let people know that because sometimes, especially me, and I know your viewers may not know what I look like, but you know, muscles, tattoos, shaved head. Sometimes when I'm saying like, you know, you just have to do it. It doesn't matter how you feel. It it can come, come off as like a, almost like this meathead, like, you know, GI Joe yelling thing, but really it goes deeper than that. And it honors who you are when you can commit to an action that is going to move you towards the life you want, regardless of what you're feeling. So I'm not saying your feelings don't matter. I'm not saying your thoughts are these things that, you know, make you weak and you should ignore them, but your, your, your thoughts, feeling, and circumstances should not be the predecessor of your actions. Those are temporary things. Those are like the weather. They come and they go. They're good and they're bad. You can't really control them, but you can sure as hell create, you can, you can create some space between what you're experiencing and what you then choose to do going forward. Right. Well, I think too, I mean, jokingly, but being, but but truthful is, uh, you have lots of muscles. I don't, you have have a shaved head. I don't, you have a bunch of tattoos. I have none, but what, but what we can all think the exact same thing. Right. And so obviously I'm being a smart aleck, but it's true is it, it comes in all different shapes and sizes and colors. Right. And so the thing is we're all listening to this and driving down the road or working out, whatever we're doing is that fear creeps in. And the question I always talk about with people is how many of the fears that you put in your mind when you were in your little funk, how many of them blew up to the magnitude you thought they would? Yeah. And, and like 0.0% to be precise. And, um, and we have to understand, right? Like fear is not this, this, this phantom flaw that comes and goes and was created to screw you off, right? Like fear is, is a deep seated survival mechanism that helped keep us alive when we were cavemen and cave women, right? Like it's not inherently good or bad or evil, or it's literally just part of the human psyche because it, it helped us not get eaten by saber toothed tigers when we were, when we were evolving. So really, if you look at the component of fear, it's really there to let you know that you're on the verge of something unknown. You're on the verge of something new, unfamiliar, and potentially uncomfortable. Um, And so with a lot of the clients I work with, I say, let fear be almost like a doorbell that like, that only goes off when you're approaching something new. And if you're trying to ditch the old and create the new, fear is actually that indicator that you're marching in the direction that you need to be. Did you know, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, one of my business coaches in the past said to me, he said, fear has to be your ally, mm-hmm. right? It's there because fear like keeps you from, you know, running your car off the side of the road or, yeah. you know, jumping off of a tall building, it's things like that, because it, it's just there. And sometimes we need it. And I will, uh, I will say also, sometimes fear for me has driven me, mm-hmm. right? It's because of the fear. I don't want to be, I don't, you know, I don't want to not be successful. I don't want to have that failure. Yeah, uh, it, it can be a driver, but you just got to position it in the right way. So, yeah. so when you think of that, let's talk about habits and rituals. I love habits and rituals. Yeah. What would you say are the biggest things for you mm-hmm. uh, that have made you successful? Those, those one or two things that you know come hell or high water every single yeah. day, Julian's going to do those. Yeah, yeah, and um, so the two, without a doubt, are are you know, and, I, and I'm kind of putting them together, but journaling and meditation. Um, and then, and then fitness. So the journaling and meditation, because when we wake up, 
the first thing on our brain, if we let it, is going to be chaos. Like if we just wake up and start living in a reactionary mode and start checking our phone and start, you know, chasing our kids and start thinking of our to-do list, chaos just wants more chaos. So if that's the first thing you're going to expose your brain to in the morning, you're setting yourself up for a very anxious, stress-based day where your body's going to be coursing with stress hormones and and cortisol and all these things. Whereas if you can create some space and stillness and meditate. And for me, meditation is just intentional stillness. So it could be guided. It could be sitting in silence. It could be, um, you know, sitting outside and, and listening to nature, like the cars whiz by, whatever. It's just silence to just observe what you're thinking, what you're doing. And then journaling and journaling for me is gratitude, not just generic. I like my friends. I like my family, but real specific, right. like, man, I, I, I had a phone free date night with my fiance the other night and we had eye contact and it was a beautiful moment, right? Like I get real vivid on this stuff and then, you know, I'll do, and then I'll really just write to myself reminding me who I really am. I'm not the noise. I'm not the doubts. I'm not the fears. Those are there. They're temporary, but I'm a limitless, I'm a limitless person. I'm a creator and I'm going to create something today. And I just, and that's what I do. And then obviously the fitness component, because like you said, right? Fitness is really just a chance to prove that voice in your head wrong that you're, you can't do this or you don't feel like this or you're, this is going to be too much today or you're too busy, right? And you show up and you get it done and it just silences that inner critic and it's just so powerful. Yeah. And I'm, I'm literally, as you're sitting here, I was looking at this, I got a thing of Michael Phelps swimming that he autographed that I wrote him oh, a, nice. I just, I just wrote him a letter. Like when he did what he did, I just said, you know, as a parent and just seeing, you know, him commit and, and be the greatest Olympian ever. And I wrote him this letter and, and he yeah. sent me a picture back autographed, which what is a crazy cool. dude. Yeah. Right. And it says on there, you can't put a limit on anything. Yeah. The more you dream, the further you can get. Yeah. And so when you think about that, I mean, when I hear you saying that is that I spend my mornings doing that same thing is the yeah. chaos runs through your brain, yeah. but we have to dream. We got to think positive. We got to reposition all the stuff that our body wants us to think. Yeah. Differently. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, because a lot of people, like, first thing in the morning, your brain is obviously, like I said, your brain, it's this amazing thing that solves problems. But at the end of the day, it's meant to keep you alive. And so yeah. it's always going to seek comfort. It's always going to seek predictability. And so when your alarm goes off, you're, you're, you're not going to want to jump out of bed right? Like what is more convenient and more familiar and more predictable than staying in bed? You know, it's going to be warm and you know, nothing, right? Like, you know, it's going to happen. So it's, it's, it's having a habit system in place first thing in the morning to create stillness in that chaos and remind yourself who you are and what you're not. You're not the the comfort seeking fear-based thing. You're the limitless human being. When you choose to start the day that way, every single day, you're going to create some massive, massive momentum. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to crush it. So yeah. when you, I heard you say someplace, I don't know where it was, but uh, who you are is a result of how you spend your time. Talk mm-hmm. to us about that. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Because it's funny, especially now with everybody having access to digital platforms, right? Like you can, you can talk about a lot. You can, you can chirp about a lot. You can post about a lot. But I always say, if I had no, if I was an alien and I came to earth and I watched you for a day, by how you spend your time and your energy, not by what you tell me, by what I see, I should be able to understand who Brett is and what he's about. 
right? I should be able to see, are you, are you a person Absolutely. of discipline? Are you a person of, of growth? Are you a person that honors their commitments, right? Or are you a person Absolutely. that talks about that stuff, but then you act completely differently? So it's like, I always tell people, right? Like being passionate about something's amazing. Talking about it and, and learning about it, it's great, but show me, how, show me how you're spending your resources. Where's your time going? Where's your energy going? I even say the way you spend your, your money should also reflect who you are, what you do and what you're about. And, and I think, you know, a lot of people drop the baton when it comes to following through on that. And I think I talk about a lot as time management versus self-management. People always talk about managing time. Well, at the end of the day, I don't care if you're the president of the United States or you're the most, you know, you're Bill Gates or Warren Buffett or what, we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. So you can't manage that much time, but what can we manage? That's ourself. Mm-hmm. And so any, any tips or anything you can talk about that, that you share with people or you do personally that really help manage ourselves to be purposeful in that time that we all have in one day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the, you know, I know you asked for like the top two habits that I do, but so like I have a nice little sequence I do. And the last thing I do is, is I really just plan my day in terms of like, what are the three things? What are my three, I call them target priorities, but what are my target priorities today that just simply need to get done? Come hell or high water, what needs to get done? And then because there's always the to-do list will never end, right? Like if you want to stay busy, you can. So it's not a matter of working till there's nothing left to work on, because that's that's a that's a cup with a hole in the bottom of it. You can pour water all day. So it's for me, it's okay. What are the three things that just simple just simple prioritization? But what has to get done today? And when I find myself, um, you know, I turn my phone on airplane mode, and I and I literally do not multitask. I do those three singular things. And that it, it, it creates something incredible in your brain because your brain wasn't meant to multitask. So it's like by focusing on one thing and accomplishing it, you just yeah. create this amazing momentum. And then, and then this, this, this big list that was daunting, you just start chopping away at it like wood with an ax and it's, and it's, and it's amazing. So, I mean, is, I'm not trying to oversimplify it, but yeah, it, it's what like, out of all of the the never-ending list of things that can get done, can be improved, like what are the three that, that there's they're just non-negotiable? What has to? What has to get done? And a lot of people have a hard time answering that question. Um, but it's like, what three things can I do today that is going to make life better, make life easier, make my purpose more powerful, whatever it is? And then you you block time, you make time. Yeah. And I think too, is that when you look at those, uh, the people that get things done, right. They, they, they are very purposeful with their time. I can't think of the name of the theory off the top of my head right now, but whatever you allow for, if I said, Hey, you gotta go do this project, right. A, B, and C. Yeah. Somebody's law. It's like 10 yeah. hours of that. Well, you're going to, that's going to last 10 hours. But if I told you, Hey, do the same A, B, and C, but you have three hours, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're going to get it done. Right. So I think, the more focused we can be on our time yeah. and be purposeful and, and, and take action on it, the faster and better we can get things done. Oh, 100%. Um, so how do you create lasting happiness? I, I It was funny. You posted this the other day and uh, it was a picture. You were smiling big time and you can just see the genuine smile, right? And I think so many times uh, uh, we can we can be happy, but how do you create that real big you know, lasting yeah. happiness? How do we do that? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it comes to being very, very specific with what you attach your value to. Um, because like, you, you know, we mentioned some of those celebrities who have taken their own life, right? 
we have as a society gotten so used to automatic, automatically assuming that X equals Y. Um, status equals happiness. Money equals you know certainty and comfort. All these things that you can live your whole life under that assumption and then get there and find out that you've lived your whole life chasing something that you don't actually really care about. So for me, it's really truly a matter of building out my value system and spending my time and my energy and my money in a way that honors my honors or honors my value system. Because um, if if I'm chasing someone else's version of success, I may be massively successful by someone else's terms and be just broken on the inside. So for me, it's it's no, it, it's really a matter of putting on blinders and, and saying like. You know, because other people are are experiencing a certain level of success in their endeavors does not reflect on me in a good way or a bad way. It just is, right? And and I don't, I really, and it's harder, it's easier said than done, but I really truly don't compare. And what that allows me to do is just look at my own values and say, how did I show up today? Did I honor my boundaries? Did I honor my values? And if I did, like, man, you look around and nothing's missing. Yes, there could be more added to it. There can always be more added to it. Um, but at the same time, right, if, if, if you're enjoying what you're doing, if you're doing it in a way that is authentic, you don't have to, you know, wear a mask and, you know, you, you did it in a fun way where, you know, you did hear the fear chime in and you still boldly took a step like, there's like, for me, there's nothing else. Like, and that's just really a good time for me. It's like, I find I'll be driving in the car and my fiance will be like, what the heck are you smiling at? I'll be like, I don't know. Like this, like, and I'm not trying to brag, but like, I'm just like, it's like, I'm, this is awesome. Like I, like regardless of what is going on, regardless of, you know, the clients coming down the pipe, like all these business goals I have set for myself, which are important. Like at the same time, all my values are being honored and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in alignment with those things and it just feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you look, no matter where you're at, is somebody somewhere would trade places with you? Oh, there, yeah, there's someone right now praying for what you have, like right. praying, and yeah. it's all it's all a matter of the perspective you choose to keep. So you talked about earlier, go back to you talked about phone putting it on air airplane mode. I mean, yes. what are our phones? What are they really doing to us right now? Oh man, so like I can go on an anti phone rant and just ask my fiance, right? Like I, I'm like, hey. We're leaving it in the car when we go into dinner. She's like, fine. Like, but, <laughs> but so we, again, we have to understand like, yes, these things are great and they keep us connected to the people we love. But at the end of the day, the, where we spend most of our time on these things on, on these really quick, um, update status, instant gratification type systems and platforms and social media platforms at the end of the day, they're built to get your eyeballs to look at ads, right? Like they're there. So you buy stuff. Um, so there's engineers getting paid millions and millions of dollars to design them in such a way that preys on how the human brain is designed so that like you'll find people like that they'll check their phone without even consciously checking their phone. They'll just open up Instagram, swipe and close it, open up email, swipe, close it, open up Facebook, swipe like and like they, it's almost like it's their lizard brain. It's really it's like it's been hijacked. And so we have to understand that. Yes, it's great to be able to see our friends post pictures of their dogs and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, these little devices are so, so, so powerful and have been strategically engineered to have you not put them down because that's how these people make money. So it's like, 
you have to understand that they have motives, right? Like, hey, Facebook is free. That's awesome. Facebook, thank you. No, no, no. There's motives there, right? They're making billions right. and billions and billions of dollars in ad spend, right? So it's like at a certain point, understand, like, don't <laughs> like don't let the man win. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, put it on airplane mode and look around you. Cause like as cliche as it sounds, right? Like no one at the end of your life is going to give a damn about your likes and your comments and your followers. It's, it's, it's who did you look in the eye and how did you make them feel like that? Really? That's what's really going to matter. Yeah. And how did you make the biggest impact? Yeah. A hundred percent. And you don't make an impact by, you know, constantly comparing yourself to other people's highlight reels when, you know, they're only posting the good stuff. Anyway, you have no idea what's going on on the back end. So it's like, just, you know, as, as much as you can, create some distance between yourself and that um, because it's, it's, it can really hijack some really powerful centers of your brain. So I read somewhere as well, you talked about anxiety versus convenience. Mm-hmm. What's that mean when you say that? What's that mean? Yeah. So, and this is, this is just a, a personal philosophy for me that has been proven just time and time again with myself, with, with, with clients, with, I mean, if you look at the, just the staggering increases in, in, in mental illness, right? Like we've never had access to more stuff than ever before. We've never had access to more convenience than ever before yet. Why are we so ill-equipped to handle doubt, to handle fear, to handle uncertainty, to handle things that we can't, you know, micromanage. And it's because there's this correlation between like, when you do settle for what is convenient, like I said, you're, you're really feeding into this outdated survival-based part of who you are, right? Like this caveman survival mechanism part of you. And when you give into that instant gratification, when you give into what is convenient in that moment over what you know is actually going to move you forward, when you do that over and over again, your body is going to let you know that you are not where you need to be. Your body and your mind will let you know, right? You'll feel these signals, these, these bouts of anxiety, these bouts of depression, these bouts of just, you know, some people just say, I'm in a funk. I don't know what it is. You're in a funk because you've been choosing convenience. You've been choosing to seek comfort, which has ultimately pulled you away from, you know, the things that you find fulfilling, the things that you find powerful, the things that you find really enriching. And your body's going to let you know, right? Like your body will let you know when, you're veering off your path, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, I think when you talk about convenience, I mean, there's no rejection in convenience. Oh, no, so, risk. no risk whatsoever. No risk. And so yeah. if, if, if it's pick up the phone, I got to make this call or I need to go meet this prospect or I need to you know, make X, Y, Z happen. Well, if it's not convenient, I mean, if it is convenient, it's not, it's easy to do or there's no rejection. It's going to be a lot easier to do. And that's again, part of that circuit of success model is when you have a great attitude and you have your belief system down, there's going to be rejection all day long. Somebody's going to try to hold you down. And I think if you choose that convenience, you won't win because you're not taking the risk and you're not taking the action. You're not having the faith to make sure things happen. Yeah. And and I just, one more thing, right? Like, if you let the fear of rejection keep you from taking action, like you're literally just cutting out the middleman and rejecting yourself. So like the outcome is still the same, right? You're fearing, you're just doing to yourself. So it's like, if you can, if you can see that at play, it becomes a lot, it becomes a lot clearer why you should step up to the plate at that point. 
So, you know, most of the people, I think all the people listening to this podcast, they're already successful. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think, you know, we focus on that. How do we become successful? How do we become successful? You know, and I had that epiphany. Well, people listen, to, they're already successful anyway. Mm-hmm. So how do we find that extra gear? Like, how do we find that thing to go on to the next level? Yeah. So, so really it's, and you know, hats off to your listeners for kicking so much butt and, and, and really creating things that they want. Um, because I mean, for me, that's what success is. Success is taking your authentic vision of what an amazing life an amazing business an amazing, um, sustainable type of lifestyle is and, and actually crafting it and earning it and building it. Um, and so in order to like take it to that next gear, because I always tell this to people I work with, right? Like you don't grow into someone else. Like you shed layers of, of this outdated crap to actually step further and further and further into who you really are. Right. And so if there are people listening now and they've achieved a, a, a level of success, I would say press pause and really break some patterns and create some silence in your life. Maybe get in the woods, like, um, and really, and really just take an audit, right? Like obviously things are going well, things are working. Let that be proof that you can create whatever you want and then really get in touch with, okay, well, what's something else? Cause we're never done. We're never done creating. We're never done growing, right? Like we're never, if, if someone handed you a billion dollars and gave you an Island, I guarantee you, Brett, after a couple months, you'd go stir crazy and you'd want to go find some problems to solve. You'd want to go impact some people. Um, Yep. And, and so for those out there who are, are at a really good place where, hey, financially, you're in a good place. Physically, you're in a good place. Um, now it's, okay, what, what, like, what do you want? Not what do you think you need to want? Like, what do you truly want, right? Because some people, when they get to a level of success, there's still that feeling like, okay, well, this is awesome, but why does it still feel like something's missing? Um, and, and that's simply just because there's, there, you're growing, you're evolving, and there's, there's something else for you to go out and create and seize. So how would you answer the question of how do we build brand awareness? I mean, a lot of our listeners, you know, they may run companies or they own companies or they're wanting to build more on their brand. I mean, how, how are you recommending to people to build brand awareness? Yeah. So to build brand awareness, like, as far as alignment, you have to be the walking embodiment of what you represent, right? Like you have to walk, talk, live, breathe. Uh, you just have to be what you stand for. And if you look at all of the powerful brands out there and the people who have branded really, really brilliantly, it's that when the cameras are off and, and they're at a restaurant, they're still that person, right? They're still that caliber. They still stand for what their product, their service, their brand stands for. So really make sure that you're the, you're walking the walk, talking the talk. Um, and, and then in terms of that, like what I've noticed the big shift in, and uh, you know, I'm, is, is really this, this place of, of expert authenticity where be yourself. People don't want you to be the, the, the polished perfect version. They want to be able to relate to you, but at the same time, right. If you are this brand, if you are this, this, embodiment of the solution that you provide, right? You can relate to them, but relate to them, relate to your audience from the place of, I know where you are. I know what you're going through. I know how much it sucks because I've been there, but I'm here now. And doing what I'm doing is what got me here now. Utilizing what I'm utilizing has got me here now. And so when, whether it's a, 
you know, creating content, whether it's, you know, going to speak at a meetup or whether it's, um, you know, an email blast to your, um, an email blast to your followers, you know, being real, being authentic, speaking like you're talking to them yet at the same time, right? Relate, 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 but, but don't lose that, that piece of expert authority as well, if that makes sense. Yep. So talk to us about the Fearless Life Project. Your website, it's uh, www.the-flp.com. We'll put that in the show notes, but uh, talk to us about the Fearless Life Project. Yeah. So like I mentioned in the beginning, it's it's right now it's a really powerful coaching platform. And um, you know, through one-on-one coaching, which is really intensive, I also do group coaching as well, which is man, you can't beat that type of community and support. But I mean, there's purpose-driven people all over the world who right now are looking at the changes they want to create and they're, and they're thinking that they're either, they're looking at their circumstances and they're feeling outmatched. And so at that point, they just start to endure life. And so I'm making it as accessible as possible for someone to say, you know what, Julian, I've, I've been... I've been existing for too long. I've been enduring for too long. What can I do? Like, what, like, is it a system? Is it a book? Is it a video? And the fearless life project is, you know, I I literally, and I say this quite literally, we're going to reprogram your body and rewire your mind. Um, And through coaching and through strategic systems and through the accountability to stick to things that where the old you would have diverted to the convenient old and familiar things, we really literally make you fearless. We break your body's addiction to some of these stress hormones and some of these stress chemicals um, through nutrition, through through fitness, through lifestyle adjustment. And then, yeah, mindset is such a huge, huge portion of it as well because odds are if there's a change you want to create, if there's growth you want to create, you know some things you can do. You're just not doing them. So it's not a matter of giving you more and more and more information to overload you. It's Hey, what can we rewire in your brain, your thought process and your belief system that will remove the barrier so you can just go crazy on these actions? Because you know what they are. And if you don't know what they are, this book can tell you what they are. But information is not going to be the thing here. More tactics is not going to be the thing here. It's whatever's blocking you from taking the necessary actions. We got to remove that quickly so that you can take those actions. And then lastly, it's really creating balance. And that means really establishing clarity and ownership of where you're spending your time, where you're spending your energy, where you're spending your finances and where you're lending those. Because again, when all of those are aligned with the goal you want to create in a way that honors your values and you're no longer being blocked by these fear-based tendencies and thought processes and you're showing up physically with clarity and energy because your body's on check, you just become this perfect storm of growth and you become this really, this beacon of purpose. And that's what we're doing with people. And just uh, like, uh, I don't brag. I'm just so proud of them, but I have people just, whether you're like, someone's like, I, I just, I just closed 30 grand in contracts in 40 days. I've never been able to do that. And I'm like, I didn't give you a sales script. I just let the real you get on those calls instead of the stressed out, anxious you. And I, I've had people rekindle relationships with estranged kids that they've been too afraid to reach out to. I've had people be like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm off my medication. I'm off my, I'm off my anxiety pills. I'm off my depression pills, right? Like this is a, this is a really like everything in your external world is simply an extension of what you got going on inside. How powerful are you? How in love with yourself are you? How authentic are you? How 
much clarity and discipline do you have? And then everything on the outside is simply an extension of that. And so through the coaching platform and through whether it be group and community based or one-on-one intensive, you know, it's, it's, it's these changes that we as human beings are designed to avoid. And we have to really kind of commandeer and steer right into them to really make your life limitless. Well, that is awesome, man. I know you're crushing it and you're doing great work. I get, you know, our listeners don't know this, but you're, you're traveling the country and living in all sorts of, where all, where all of you, where, where all of you lived in the last oh, say, couple of years? Yeah. So we've, uh, been in Hawaii, which was incredible. Um, Nashville, Tennessee was beautiful in the fall. I highly recommend it. And then, um, those Midwestern winters, man, I grew up in Ohio. So I was like, I got to spend a winter in Phoenix. So we went to Phoenix, Scottsdale, <laughs> and then uh, Los Angeles was great. And now I'm in San Francisco, which is shaping up to be, I think, one of my favorite places, man. It is it is just the way the city is designed and the neighborhood feel. And the, it's just really, really, really cool. So, um, you know, All great cities. What's next? I mean, you're staying there till November or whatever you said, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, so where are we I, going next? So... After that, like I said, I'm getting married at the end of November. So November 1st, we're going to pack up everything into my truck, the dog included. He comes along for all this. And we're actually going to start making our way across country, hit up a few uh, national parks like Yellowstone and Lake Tahoe, and just slowly work our way to our wedding destination in Florida. Um, wow. <laughs> so you're literally driving across the country. Yeah, yeah. So on, That's on the- a fearless life project right there. Oh, dude, like I said, you got to be the embodiment. You got to live, talk, walk, breathe this stuff. So it's, uh, there's a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of uncertainties. There's a lot of things you really have to put your foot down and address as they come up from a place of empowerment and, and obviously enjoy it as it happens. You know what I mean? So you get the whole plan, you get the whole map, you got it all ready to rock. Dude, yeah, man. We got we got our, our you know, we go to like the truck stop, get a big coffee and just to, rock the tunes and, and, and just roll, <laughs> man. It's 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 pretty amazing. And um And how long will that take you to get to the wedding destination? Probably three. Well, so as long as we want it to take. I got some family along the way. I got some nephews and nieces in Chicago as well. Um, so it'll probably we'll probably make stretch it out to like two or three weeks. Um, and then, and then we'll get down there and spend a week down there on the, um, I don't know if you ever heard of like Anna Maria Island or Bradenton. Oh yeah. Beautiful. So we'll spend a week there leading up to the wedding. We'll get married right there. Um, and then the week after we're going to go right back to the beach and, and, and have a celebration for the, for the week with all our family and friends. Wow. Dude, you're living the life, my man. Congrats. Uh, where can our listeners find more of you? Yeah. So actually it's easiest for me to get in touch with people just on my social media platforms. Um, so on Instagram, it's just Julian underscore fearless life. And then on Facebook, just Julian Rosen. Um, I don't do much on my business page, so I prefer people just reach out and connect with me, be my friend. Um, and, uh, like I said, search Julian Rosen, bald guy with tattoos. You can't miss me and, uh, (laughs) just reach on out with any questions, concerns. I'm always happy to you know, hop on calls and, and really, really chew some things out with people and help them get. So if you see a new, uh, you know, bald tattoo guy coming through town that may be there for a day or two (laughs) on his way to his wedding in Florida. So, yeah. So say what's up, give me a wedding gift if you want. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for being with us, Julian. It's been awesome. Uh, I love your, uh, your passion and what you're doing and, and you are living, uh, what you're teaching to all your clients. So congratulations on that. Dude, Brett Gilliland, thank you, brother. Always, always awesome to connect, man. And uh, 
I love what you're doing as well um, because it's it's people like you need to keep standing up and and you know delivering your authentic version of what you know is true because there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of noise and a lot of BS That's out right. there. So to all those listeners, keep on listening because this guy's a real deal. Thanks, man. Well, it's great connecting with you again. Oh, dude, for sure. Take care, Brett. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 